Did you know that we are living in very perilous times? I know you know that. There's great darkness in the in the earth. I mean, I, I remember talking to one of my sons one day. We were having a, at McDonald's, I think, or something. And, and I was telling him, I said, Michael, you just don't realize how much things have changed since I was your age. And, and I just went on and on and on. And Michael, you just don't realize. I mean, the, the culture has so changed since I was a young person. And finally, the Lord said to me, I've always known that. It's always been in the heart of man. So he, he knew the corruption in the, in the heart of man. And, and that's what the perilous times are. It says in 2 Timothy 3.1, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, meaning that they, they are covenant breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the powers thereof from such turn away. So there you have our society. You have our culture in the name of Jesus. It's the fallen nature that is, that is uh, corrupting more and more and taking over. And so we have to have a supernatural power to push back. You know, we have the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that will hold back the antichrist spirit. And if you consider that the word Christ means the anointing, and the anointing, the Bible tells us, breaks the yoke and lifts the heavy burden, then uh, it will break the curse off of a person's life. Then, then uh, we need to understand that, that the Christ in us is the hope of glory. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior, we receive a whole new nature. The old nature fell in the garden many, many years ago. The seed of Adam was corrupted in that fall. And, and so we're all born in that iniquitous flow, the sin of iniquity. And it's, it, we have to have a, a new creation, a whole new creation. In fact, in the second Corinthians where that talks about it, 517, uh, it says, let him be a new creature in Christ. The old things passed away and all things new and the new things are of God. So um, this is the old nature, lovers of their own self, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. These We may be sitting in church and operating out of all of the what I just read, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. So you can look religious, if you will, but if there's no power in your life, then there's something missing. And you need to find out what that is. You need to see, search the Lord, seek out the things of God. <coughs> because if you're going to stay above the fray in the darkness of this world, you're going to have to uh, up your game as far as learning spiritual things. And so uh, the, the word for um, perilous is the idea of reducing the strength 
difficult, dangerous, fierce, and perilous. And it, and it comes from word uh, that we get uh, chasm. We get the word chasm from that. And it means, uh, you know what a chasm is like. There's two different sides. I always think of Raiders of the Lost Ark when, they, when he was going to step out on that. You remember that part in Raiders of the Lost Ark where they, he, he got across from one side to the other, and down below there's a big chasm. There's a big vacancy, a vacuum there. And so the, uh, that's what the word perilous means. And that's where we're supposed to stand in the gap. That's what an intercessor does. He stands in that gap and makes a bridge so the person can get from one side to the other. The only other place that word perilous is used is when it's considered a fierceness to a man who is full of demons. So um, we live in dark times, but we have supernatural equipment. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I may read you a, um, in a, a different version. This is the, um, I think this is a Passion Translation. And it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6, for the weapon, although we live in a natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons. So, you know, one day I was watching the news and I saw all the government stuff going on and I could, uh, I, I appreciate the people that are there doing the business of the country. I wouldn't want to be there doing the business of the country, but I appreciate the fact that somebody wants to be there doing the business of the country. And, but then I realized that, you know, now we need to back them up through prayer, but they're doing the business of the country, but they, but they, uh, they're working out of a, a lower level. They're just working out of a carnal nature. They're not working in a supernatural realm and, uh, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And I know last time I told you about when I was praying for somebody and three demons had them in bondage. These people in working in our government and working for our country, they may be dealing with uh, demonic strongholds that they know not of. And that's why we need to pray for them because you have, the, you have two different worlds to contend with. You have the natural world and you have the spiritual world. You have the world you can see and then you have the world you can't see. But that world that you can't see, if there's blockages in that world, then the world that you can see is gonna get nowhere until you get the blockage out of the, out of the way. So we need to find out the strategy that the Holy Spirit, our friend, the Holy Ghost, would give us to know how to pray and win the victory. He's won the victory on the cross. We have to learn, we have to learn how to get it manifested in the earth. That's our job. His job, he took care of it by the spirit, but our job is to get that spirit translated into the natural world so we can enjoy that. Uh, it, uh, in Titus, it talks about how he manifests his word. He, he, manif he manifests his spirit through the preaching of the word. So that's a manifestation. The, the scriptures that we're talking about here is a manifestation. So although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons using manipulation to achieve our aims. That's a, that's, this is still 2 Corinthians 10. 
using a manipulation to, to uh, achieve our aims. Our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power so effectively to, to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. So you have supernatural words of wisdom, words of knowledge. These are the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are supernatural. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, gifts of healing, workings of miracles, faith, tongues, interpretations. These are different gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we'll look more at that later. So we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. And I love this. We capture the prisoners of war like we capture like prisoners of war every thought <clears throat> and insist that it bow its in obedience to the anointed one. <laughs> we need to be bold in our prayer life and in the spirit. Since we are armed with such dynamic weaponry, we stand ready to punish any trace of rebellion as soon as you oppose complete as soon as you choose complete obedience. Uh, one version says I, the Lord says I am in all readiness to punish all disobedience when your obedience is made complete. So I don't know what you're contending with or dealing with, whatever you're praying about, but Ask the Holy Spirit, your friend, the Holy Ghost, who's a comforter, a counselor, an advocate, a standby. Ask him, a helper, to show you how to pray over this situation. Is, are there any blockages, Lord? Is there anything in the way that I need to remove so your power can come in and do what it wants to do, what it needs to do? That's what we do. We, we, we set an atmosphere. Uh, we cleanse it by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus bore the sins of the whole world. So whoever you're praying for, if they're not, even if they're not saved, he took care of their sin for them, and you can stand in the gap and uh, apply the blood and ask for God's mercy and forgiveness for them and then start asking him to show you how to pray for them. Those are, those are, we did some podcasts uh, months ago about praying for the hardcore cases and how to set people free that are in bondage to sin. And another, another interpretation of that is this says, uh, no, I guess that's the same one. Well, I'm going to read it anyway. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. You know, the devil is very covert. He will be very covert in his uh, in how he does things. And what what he's doing, he, he, those we call that the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil. It says in Ephesians 6, 11, and 12, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The, the word wiles there is methods. He has his certain methods. He's covert about it. And what he's going to try to do is to overwhelm you, to, to overwhelm you in, until you react out of your fallen nature because it'll just pop up there instead of responding out of your new nature. And that's why we're concentrating on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself as our partner in life, He's here, he's a partner to us to get us 
through this journey of earth life and to, to get us to that place where when we when we do uh, come to before the Lord, he can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We create a lot of our own problems by reacting out of our natural man. So if we can, if we can pull that down and up the game on responding out of our new nature, gee, save us a lot of heartache. <laughs> we learn to keep our mouth shut over issues. It will save us a lot of heartache. You know, death and life are in the hand of the tongue. So it's important that we learn to govern that. Finally, my brethren, six, Ephesians 6, 11 and 12, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So no matter what he's got up his sleeve, we can stand against it. We can resist it. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Notice that they only rule in darkness. So when you turn on the light and the entrance of his word brings light, if you turn on the light, then he, they don't rule anymore. That's how you expose them. The manifestation of the Spirit comes with the speaking of the Word also. I used to think that a manifestation was something that you could physically touch, but the Word is Spirit and life, and the manifestation of the Spirit, Titus says, it comes through the preaching of the Word also. So the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places, that's where we are today, and darkness is upon the surface of the earth, yea, deep darkness. Spiritual wickedness in high places, and I know one uh, Rick Renner uh, named that um, vicious. There's a viciousness. We've just seen that recently over in Israel. The viciousness, the ugliness. The devil wants to harden our hearts when we see these things, and God wants to, keep, to, to melt our hearts so that we not get trapped in his, uh, uh, not get offended. And, and the, the word offended is kind of like a bear, a bear trap clamps down on you and holds you in bondage. We get offended. Just watching the news, you could get offended. And I realized one day, I said, Lord, I have to forgive them. Let's practice the, 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 the power that's released in forgiveness. People are walking in, around in darkness, yea, deep darkness. They're in a stupor. They're in a fog, and they know not what they do. And so don't let their sin become our sin. Amen? We have to be careful not to allow their actions to harden my heart, and then I lose out on the power of God. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The walls of the devil means the, the, the uh, method. We get our word method from that. And cunning arts, deceit, craft, trickery, strategies. So he's got strategies that he's trying to deceive us with. He has got to deceive you and I out of responding into reacting. That's the only place he has any power. And that's where he gets into rule. He's, the devil is very deliberate in his schemes against us. His intention is to overwhelm us into reacting out of our old nature instead of responding out of our new nature. So that, that's our homework for the week. <laughs> we want to concentrate 
I encourage you to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and read about the gifts of the Spirit and to Galatians chapter 5 and verses 20 and so on and the fruit of the Spirit. And it also talks about the works of the flesh. And we'll get into that next time because I want you to know that we have access to supernatural abilities and it's supernatural in the fruit of the Spirit. It, it will produce us against which there is no law and the gifts of the Spirit are given to profit with. So we have all we need. We just need to learn how to work it. And then we need to get good at working it. Amen. I'm excited about this and I pray that we will um, allow the Holy Spirit to have full reign in us and get these things. Lord, I pray that we develop at a higher level than we've ever known before in, in your spirit in us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See you next week.